Hello and welcome to Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. I'm your host, Philip, and I'm here with my co-partner, Nate. Each pod, we play through a cooperative experience, then relay to you, the listener, if this game is the criminal crime of co-op or something better off playing solo. Hey, Nave. Did we start? Yeah, we're started. Hello. Hey, how you been? <laughs> I'm super tired. It's tired? All day. I don't know how much of the fucking... <laughs> I was going to call it the, the pre-cum of the show <laughs> before we started the thing. I don't know how much that's going to come in, but yeah, oh, no. I'm so fucking tired delirious well don't worry because now we're gonna get hyped to talk about some video games specifically battlefield 1943 but before we get there let's just talk about the games we've been playing so nave what have you been playing in your time not much in on this earth yeah not, not much. much i've been playing those stupid marvel games but mostly i'm just sitting around listening to watching youtube videos and stuff like that well what are you watching then you want to talk about that uh the thing that's on right now is i was watching this Asian dude play Elden Ring, but every time he died, he had to take a 10 milligram edible. So he's starting to like slowly become more and more deranged. He's actually doing really good, but he's he's too scared to fight anything. So because the 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 price for failure is too high, so he has <laughs> he's just running past everything. And but he's like level 40 and he's fighting like Godric. <laughs> And at the end, and he's like, I, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this. And I'm like, it's because you're supposed to go back and grind, my friend. Yeah, you gotta, if it's hard, you can go grind a little bit, soften it up. You don't need to be soul level one. Yeah, but uh, it's a pretty funny video. The algorithm knows exactly what I like to see. There's this one. So I watch Gotham Chess a lot. He's like my primary sort. Him and uh, Hikaru Nakamura are both the people that I like to watch talk about chess and stuff. And uh levy that's his name over at gotham chess he does this show called guess the elo where he guesses their he gets random subscribers game and he guesses what he thinks their elo is depending on like how they played in the match like what kind of knowledge they seem to possess and there's this one episode of it that made it makes me lose my mind <laughs> because it's so funny because it's a whole bunch of like just a whole bunch of like ridiculous shit Hold on. I almost want to show it to you. I mean, I feel like this could be like an interesting thing. Like, has he ever been bamboozled by someone like putting like, does he play chess as well? Yeah, he's he's an international master. Oh, OK, like if so, does someone ever like sent in his own games to him and see if he like if he could identify himself. I think someone did like they fuck with him all the time. And like because they in the last that I keep saying the last one, he literally uploaded one six hours ago. So it's not the last one anymore. But in the one before he had a GM. Uh, sent a game in like a grandmaster like the highest title you can have and he's sitting there like you know like dissecting he's like you shouldn't have did this like this is wrong like like, yada 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 and then he sees it and he just walks away he's like oh my god (laughs) this is someone that's way better at chess than me he was tearing them down yeah here i think this is it let me find the i don't know why it's playing through my speakers here but let me mute it of course, I've got to watch 75 minutes worth of ads before I watch this video because YouTube is a fucking cesspool. Yeah, I'm still not done watching ads. Hold on. Pillow Cube. <laughs> and they're all called. <laughs> you can have chapters in your title, and it's just awful game one, awful game two, <laughs> awful game three. 
Oh my god. Oh, did I not send it? Shit. So, the video, so go to, like, you don't have to understand anything, because he's, like, talking about stuff as he's, go to uh, 29 minutes, and it's, like, the next minute and a half of him just losing his fucking mind. God. <laughs> Is the bar on the left side, like, the best play or something, or, like, predicted outcome? Uh, so with the bar on the left side is that that's the position evaluation. So whichever side's colored in more, that's the side that's winning, like according to the computer. But it doesn't matter if you're a bunch of fucking, you know, Neanderthals. No, yeah, oh. <laughs> you're a bunch of Neanderthals, and that bar does not matter at all. Like anything can happen. Why, why did that rook not take the other rook? <laughs> because they're stupid. <laughs> right, that's pretty extreme. Or even better, they could have moved the king to take the rook as well. No, if you're on the same spot that I'm on, then the knight is protecting the rook, oh, okay. so the king can't take. No, I thought the rook was on the back line though. <laughs> they could have moved diagonally at one point. Yeah, but they're both very fucking stupid. That's that's the problem with this. <laughs> the game is over. <laughs> oh yeah, and it ends. It ends because uh, white runs out of time, and white is winning. Like white is gonna win, and then white runs out of time, and he's just like. The game ended. Like it's over. There's no more. <laughs> so, is this whole video dedicated to one guy? Or no, one guy it's set uh, of games. Multiple people, yeah. Okay. So I think the last game is the is the GM, the grandmaster, ends up playing. They called him five hundred. Yeah, yeah. So go to the very go to the very do what? Is that low? Is what low? Five hundred. Yes, that's very low. But that's lower than me. I'm like eight hundred. I think something. But uh, go to the, in that same video. It's the most replayed part besides the uh, after the ad because that's always the most replayed part. Is people skipping the ads? It's like at thirty eight minutes or something like thirty eight, thirty eight thirty. Yeah, I'm at it. It's calling this guy at thirteen hundred. Yeah, like just like this face. Wait, their numbers are right there. Is that not them? Like twenty three sixty. Yeah, that's what he's oh, saying. Yeah. That's why he's so fucking shook. <laughs> He calls so the Grandmaster at 1300. Damn. <laughs> Maybe he was off on that game. I don't know. Yeah. He has off days sometimes. I'm pretty sure that entire episode, he was so off in every single guess. Like, every guess was just completely wrong. <laughs> Are you still watching uh, old Chris Chan? You make it through the 50s yet in the, uh, uh, the change? See. I don't know. I am on... 48 no oh my god you're so close it's like 50 and 51 something happens that i just think is incredible not incredible it's disgusting but it's a game changer yeah i'm about a third of the way through 48 and so i think i was on 44 last time so i watched yeah. about four hours of it <laughs> i watched a like, full feature length movie i'm on like 56 i think at this point Mm. it's getting worse because like in my current arc that's really non-spoilers is uh he's super into my little pony and he keeps yeah. reaching out to like voice actors and stuff like that but everyone keeps blocking him because he's <laughs> so toxic yeah there was he already did that once where one of the one of the my little pony voice actors did a thing like a parody thing a parody video about trolls and then oh yeah chris got really upset about it and then she got really upset at him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's like the, the voice actors are actually responding to him and stuff on yeah. Twitter. And I'm like, they don't need to do that. 
Like they can just block this guy. It's, but he's like reaching out to them. He's calling them darling and sweetie and stuff like that. Yeah, it's surreal. But he's going to that club, like where the he's going oh, to yeah, the drag the gay club. club. Yeah. yeah. And people are like nice to him. Like, oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah, and then the the trolls are like, we followed him to the club because, of course, the trolls did. And yeah. they're like, we saw him in there, and he's actually kind of normal. Like, he's not assaulting people, as it turns out. <laughs> oh, I thought you were <laughs> I thought you were saying that they were saying something about the drag club. <laughs> like, Chris is a normal person <laughs> in the drag club. No, <laughs> he's saying he's being normal at the drag club because they talk about how <laughs> he goes to, like, the music festivals and he's not normal at the music festivals. And he, like, yeah. creepily approaches people and throws rocks at them and stuff. I don't remember that. I don't well, remember no, the he, rock throwing. He, he ties a note to the rock and then throws oh, it at yeah. women that he finds attractive. And hopefully yeah. they'll pick it up, read the note, and then fall in love with them. I mean, is that not what you do? Is that not how you and Jana met? No. <laughs> Maybe I'm doing something wrong then. Maybe. He just needs to try more online dating. Even though he, in this current saga, he has joined the My Little Pony online dating community with, under his pony uh -oh. name sunset sparkle moonstrike or something like that <laughs> sounds like a fucking it's like a jrpg special move like a fucking limit no, break. I, no, I think it might be like starfall main water or something i can't remember what it was it was something stupid but it becomes a canonical character in the sonic 2 franchise at, at some point oh that makes sense everything end up, ends up in there <laughs> all right but yeah that's chris chan check yeah, the Christian checkup. I cannot wait for next <laughs> week where hopefully you make it to 50 or 51 where I probably will. things get extreme. I've been <laughs> extremer. I'm more uh, extreme than what's currently happening. The uh, I've been just listening to it at work. So that's Any more people walk great. up behind you? <laughs> Chris, on your phone. No, no <laughs> one's approached me since. I think I probably have like a, a, a very <laughs> menacing aura on like around me whenever I'm listening oh to God. this at work. So people just don't approach me. I'm probably just uh, I'm just not happy. God, it's so painful to hear. Yeah. And there's just so much more, dude. It's so much. What it just keeps fuck, going. Just when man. you think he can't stop. Because it's like, okay, he's a racist gay basher. It's like, okay, now he's a man that wants to dress in drag. That's fine. Okay, now he wants to be transgender. Okay, that's fine. Okay, now he wants to be a transgender woman... It, no man in a woman's body with a woman's soul that is against all men or something like that. Like it gets so weird. Yeah. Not in like a, you know, gender's weird kind of way. It gets so weird in his version of how things are happening. And then it's like other like people in like the LGBT, whatever Q community, like out him as being, you know, like he's <laughs> not, not with us. Yeah. Like yeah. he's not with us. Like we're inclusive, but not that guy. Yeah, like I was saying, I think it was last week. Uh, this was like a, a a purity test for a little while. Like if you considered Chris Chan part of the LGBT community, he's not being very accepted. Yeah, they 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 boot him out eventually. I don't. It's so this lore is complex. It is. It, it changes so much over time. Like week to week, you think that like, oh, you know, I, I see where this is going, and then it does not go that way, or. God, he's always begging for money too and selling his dead father's stamp and record collections and stuff like that. And everyone's like, all right, be sure you use it to pay for bills. But since they've hacked his stuff, they didn't see yeah. that he spent $900 on Lego and Transformer toys. 
instead of his mom's lung medication for her asthma. Oh, God. It's not good. And it's just going to get worse. Oh, I know. All right. Enough Chris chat. Uh, we're getting the games I've been playing. Uh, Nave, Bubble Bobble Game Boy version. I got to level 25, cleared the first boss battle, and this game is getting so hard all of a sudden. It's like the first 25 levels were poo-poo baby bubble bobble, and now it's like the game is getting incredibly difficult. I don't know what's going on. So it was like the Kirby game where you put in the Dark Souls code? Yeah, like, that was so weird. It's like hold down start and push left on the D-pad whenever the game booted up, and I'm like, I can't believe they have this in the game. Yeah, very cryptic. If you see that they're going to add a bunch of shit to... The silent the the Bloober team's gonna add a bunch of shit to Silent Hill 2, the remake. I didn't know there was a remake. Oh. Well, it's not I don't know. My hopes are low and they keep getting lower. Wait, they keep what are getting they infinitely lower. I don't know. Bloober team shit. You know. I don't know. I, I heard not or terrific. I was talking to JP today, and he was saying that apparently they're making a Resident Evil 5 remake. What? I know. I he was saying that. It, I, I don't would, know if it's true. I mean, I think he got bamboozled. I feel like I would know that. Because I would have been upset when I heard about that. I'm like, that game just came out 10 years ago. I'm, I just fucking... All right, the top thing from Pocket Tactics, is there a Resident Evil 5 remake? And three d days ago, they answered, yes, Resident Evil 5 is on Nintendo Switch. You can <laughs> buy it separately through the eShop or as part of the triple pack with Resident Evil 4 and 6. Way to get boosted by the, by the algorithm by fucking spreading misinformation, you sons of bitches. Oh, God. I don't know. There's a lot of people saying no. There's yeah, from App Trigger. Knows. They're saying not likely because this title was often labeled racist on release. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chris. A lot of Chris's today. Yeah. A lot of Chris is doing some. So, JP, things. you're making me look like a fool on my own show. Yeah. Good work. <laughs> so, which, speaking of JP, today I played a game with them at the game hobby store Battle Pubs. Not sponsored, but could be sponsored by them. But yeah, uh, we played uh, Necromunda, which is in the 40K universe. It's tabletop. Played with uh, an actual dear listener of the show, Adam, JP's friend, who's heard it, apparently, heard our show. And I'm like, wow, that's really weird that you actually listen to the show. But anyways, we played the game. It's like a smaller version of 40K. So instead of having, you know, 40 troops in an army that you're moving across the board, we had eight each and they're like more like kind of like hero units yeah i was have you been doing it have you done any 40k back in your time at the game store or just magic just magic that shit looks too uh expensive for me to touch other people's shit yeah i feel that way too like i don't know if i'd ever actually buy the pieces but i love playing with someone else's and just being like yeah. boop, 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 moving the stuff around yeah these fucking tabletop games are just too expensive i don't get why they don't Oh, like, I guess it's just because that, that's what people like. They like the figures and stuff like that. But I feel like you could do the same game just with like hockey pucks with people's faces on them or something like that. Or yeah. like coasters with creatures' pictures. You, you can just do move it those in, around. You can just do it in like Photoshop. Yeah. And just move things <laughs> around on Photoshop. Or like, was it like Roll20 or the Tabletop Simulator? Like, I feel like it'd almost be better there. Yeah, because you can like throw them. Throw the table. Yeah, flip the yeah. table. Yeah, launch stuff across the room. Explode the... You know, we need to get into... Like, you need to get a computer that's less dookie so we can do some tabletop games. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I would also like to stream. I feel like streaming would be nice. Yeah. Need to get, it, would, it would commit me to video games again. 
so I can oh. like fucking finish things. I mean, if you get a capture card, you could just use your Series X to stream and just run it through your computer like I was doing. I, I don't know how to do any of that stuff. We'll talk later <laughs> after after business. All right, but Necromunda was actually really good. I had a good time with it. I uh, We kind of won. I don't know. So the whole premise was uh, we even came with like a backstory where I was playing as, um, I don't remember the, my gang name because they're all supposed to be gangs, kind of like uh, in Mordheim. They have like little groups. You know, and my gang, yeah, my gang was meeting with Adam's gang to trade canisters of bleach for baby wipes. And my goal was to get the two canisters of bleach, which were like oil sized barrels off the map. While his was to get the baby wipes off the map while JP's played a bigger force of like space cops. And their whole thing was just to kill us all. That's how he wins is just by killing us all. And I was able to get out there with one one unit of mine survived and made it out with the jug of bleach. And I think it was the same for Adam. He got one unit out at the very beginning of the game who had like a jetpack, rocketed in, grabbed the baby wipes and flew away. And then, or no, he had like a, a green goblin hoverboard. That was it. And so he like, <laughs> no, we're not so different. Me and you, Spider-Mans. Went in there, grabbed the baby wipes and flew away. And then JP's... Robocops just murdered us with grenade launchers and extreme prejudice. <laughs> the most important tool in a, in a police officer's belt is extreme <laughs> yeah. prejudice. Extreme prejudice. It but makes it me good. think of like uh, that Mass Effect risk. Did I ever talk about that on the show? Yeah, I think you've mentioned it before. Because it's really cool because like you can have like three different factions going on. Like you'll have the humans and then you have the, the Reapers and then you have cerberus so it's like mass effect 2 risk right and then um so the humans they have to get they have to assemble the uh the thing that they're assembling in the game i can't remember (laughs) what it's called they have to assemble the thing the MacGuffin. the cerberus they just have to take over strategic uh planets that have resources and then the what's them called the reapers they just need to reap He's got to kill everyone. Reaper's got to reap. Yep, it's in there, by the way. Mass Effect Risk is on, uh, what's it called? Tabletop Simulator. Tabletop Sim? Yep. That's fucking cool. Or you can just play it as normal Risk if you want to, too. And the, the, the top thing is, uh, you all know what Risk is. This is the Mass Effect edition. Best description ever. Peter Dunn. Yep. I mean, I love some board games. It's just, they take so long to play, and you can't, like pause them ever you know especially with kids what do you mean and can't leave the board laying around yeah they'll just fuck it all up well in my in my apartment you good like my shit my i have a side room with the table and like everything in there is the same as it was since everyone was last in there (laughs) and no i don't touch anything i just leave everything there that's almost like depressing it's like ever since he moved out i didn't touch anything in his room it's like a ghost it's been sealed off that's like a normal parent thing, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe we were talking about that too, where it's like uh, the parents, whenever they like want to get rid of all their kids junk that they left behind when they moved out. So then they put a massive collection of Warhammer figures on like eBay for shit cheap. And you're like, Oh man, fantasy figures. Yeah. Somebody's getting fucked. Yep. All right, Nave. I did not finish anything from my backlog this week. I've been, I've been playing games, but Nothing got finished. Same. You have GTA on here. 
Oh yeah. So I've been playing that. playing some more GTA. Uh, I'm just to the part where we got Trevor, Good. and he's just a roller coaster of emotions to go through. Where Jana's watching me play like this whole time, and she'll come back and she'll look up after like reading or taking care of the baby or something, and I'll just be like blowing up a meth lab or something like that. She's like, "Why are you? Why are you doing this point?" I'm like, "Well." the Chinese guys were going to sign with me, but they ended up signing with these guys. So I'm basically eliminating yeah. the competition. And at this point, I've also eliminated a biker gang and a, um, I was it a Mexican cartel leader. I took down earlier too. So Trevor's just killing everyone as it turns out. That's, that's what he does. Uh, you want a cool thing about the biker gang. It ties back to grand theft auto four. Yeah. Uh, I know. There's a couple they also like, do the phone. There's a phone call where it's like, I know a guy in a uh, Liberty city, but I haven't seen him in a while when they're like trying to put a team together for a heist. Yeah. I'm like, I wonder who that is. Yeah. For the, for the listeners who don't know, like there's a biker that Trevor beats the shit out of. I think he kills him actually. Right. He does. Uh, yeah. That guy's from the lost in the dam DLC and uh, grand theft auto four, which is not a very good DLC. I mean, it's good, but it's like, not the Ballad of Gay Tony, which is a fucking amazing. That is an awesome DLC. Still, I never played that one. You should. It goes on sale all the time, and it's backwards compatible. Mm. All right. At this point, let's thank our patrons: Insane Cracker, Nick and Knight, Hopple, Michael Superbacker, and the Intergalactic Pinecone. Thanks, boys. Couldn't do it without you. We're in the middle of like I don't know. I want to make the show great again. We're actually doing our numbers are up surprisingly like better than they've ever been so i want to keep the momentum going and building this up reaching more ears so dear listeners at home the best thing you can do is to grab your loved one's phone go to their podcast app and set us on like auto download so that we are consistently being downloaded on their phone so they can listen to us and they don't even have to think about it you know so make sure you do that yeah make sure support with all of their taylor swift and their I don't know who's another famous person. Who's that fucking? The gorillas. Who's that? Who's that fucking uh, country singer that everyone's mad at? Oh, Billie Eilish. <laughs> I don't think that's it. But Billie Eilish is another famous person. Me and Jana watched. Um, have you seen Hot Ones? Yeah, I watched. Uh, we just started watching it the other day, and we watched a whole season, and it had like early, like young Billie Eilish in there, and I was like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. It's pretty and, old. Yeah, it's very old stuff. And also had um what was the guy from Holes? Shia LaBeouf? That guy's yeah. a that's a weird guy now. He's strange. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know how old that. he was in Hot Ones, but he's he's a strange dude. Yeah, I was just thinking of when we were talking about Christian, I was thinking about talking about uh the fucking He Will Not Divide Us shit. Like the YouTube series on that that uh, internet historian did. It's fucking awesome. But like do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. You should watch that because it's not that long and, it, and it's in seasons. So, okay. For the, again, for the listener, this, this Shia LaBeouf guy from transformers and shit, he, uh, when Donald Trump got elected, he decided to do this art project, quote unquote, that actually became art. It was great, but it was not for the reasons the just that do he, it? the just do it guy. That's him, but that's not what I'm talking that's about. That's not the project. Okay. So, uh, he put a camera on the wall of this art building. I'm pretty sure I think it was like a museum or something. And he wrote, he will not divide us on the wall. And the, the camera live streamed 24 hours a day. And he was going to leave it there for all of Donald Trump's 
presidency, right? And people started showing up and, like, saying Nazi shit into the camera and, like, sig hailing and stuff and provoking him, you know, like, getting him really mad. And eventually he ends up getting into a fist fight with someone that's there, but the person that's there is actually on Shia LaBeouf's side. So he's beating, no. beating up somebody who is who is on his side. And <laughs> and he goes to jail for a little bit. And they took the camera down. But, well, at, at first they took the camera. Uh, they Before they took the camera down, they put a big fence, effectively dividing everyone. <laughs> and that's just season one. <laughs> but it's it's really funny. It's I don't, and The internet is so interesting. A lot of interesting cats on there. It's a weird place full of weird people. Yeah. All right. That's our Patreon segment. Nate, what's on the Twitter? I did a tweet, but nobody nobody seems to know about this game. Dude, I know. No one knows about this game. Like, I've tried reaching out to so many people and be like, hey, you want to come talk about Battlefield 1943? And everyone's like, I really like Bad Company 2 or something like that. I'm like, well, that's not what I'm asking about. But same. But Nave, I did find something on the Twitter if you want to pull those up. Okay. Or not the Twitter, the Reddit. So this one isn't like strange text on the internet or anything like that. Well, it I is did, strange. Well I, well, I did do a poll. Oh, you did a poll? Yeah. All right, let's do the poll first. Uh, well, it's it's a tiny one because I phoned it in. It, but it's uh, it, I was like, what's be- what feels better, winning a hard-fought game or hearing the M1 Garand reload ding? <laughs> and the, the M1 Garand one, obviously. Because really? that's an amazing that's sound. Yeah. And the Retro ding. Wildlands put a gif of... Uh, Someone getting Garand thumb, which is what happens whenever you're pushing the stripper clip of the Garand into the thing and the metal that the action closes in on your thumb before you're able to pull it out. Yeah, you know what I'm talking talked about? talked about it before. Yeah, it looks fucking horrible. All right, so this, this Reddit post is from Gone Drinking, and it's from four years ago. So first, he went to the Nintendo Switch subreddit, and he says... Battlefield 1943 would be a fantastic addition to the Switch. And, of course, the top comment is from a bot that says, Hey, you gone drinking? Your user gone drinking? Thanks for your submission. But, unfortunately, we had to remove your post. Port posts or new game posts need to be detail-specific Switch featured implications, including portability. Otherwise, uh, any game or console can be substituted in this post. Saying this breaks rule number four. No repost, low effort, or not safe for work content. And of course, there's like three replies that are like, there's a lot of games that should be on the Switch, but nobody's really cared. And then like a day later, two days later, he goes to the Battlefield 1943 subreddit and posts the same same thing. The same guy, the same post. Like he got rejected from the Switch subreddit. So he went to the Battlefield subreddit. And says Battlefield 1943 would be perfect for the Nintendo Switch. Oh, so we can see what the post is. Yeah. We see the words. Because before it just said removed. <laughs> I know. Very sad. But uh of course there's only two replies. And one's from him. <laughs> that says that much interest, huh? And then somebody replied, There's a dozen of us, because this Reddit is very, very small. The uh, like there's only a thousand members in the Battlefield 1943 subreddit. Oh, yeah, this is sad. And, like, I don't know if you, like, go to the main page, but it's just people, like, posting scoreboards and scrolling down, asking when the game's getting shut down. It's, like, 
I don't know. It's very sad. It's like visiting a graveyard. There is a a post in here that says archiving your Battlefield 1943 stats. So I'm like looking oh, through I put it that right in now. The, I put that in the notes. Oh, this specific post? Yeah. A way to carry on the legacy of Battlefield 1943. Which, let's take a... Uh, we can talk about that part here, actually. So, 1943 is shutting down. It's supposed to die in December along with Bad Company 1 and 2. People are already planning, I've read from the Reddit, a way to develop like unofficial pirate servers. And they're even trying to find a way to document current player stats on the game. Because some people have played the crap out of this game. And this guy's like asking for all the information he can get as far as people's scores. Uh, he's developed a whole website where you can like put in your username and it tries to like scrape your data. I don't actually know if it works or not. But he wants it to work for Battlefield 1943 and Bad, Bad Company 1 and 2. Cause like I bet we can go back. Do you know if like was it Halo.net or Bungie.net? Can you still see your old Halo stats? Oh, maybe. Oh, I don't know. They might have sunsetted that. I'm trying to use this archive thing for the other for the battlefield, but now I'm just like I've got a hundred tabs open now. Yeah, I, I think they sunsetted this because I don't see anything. I don't even see any uh, reference yep. to Halo at February 9th, all. February ninth, back in three years ago, uh, Halo.bungie.net was taken offline permanently. Everyone was welcome to save their own stats and files however they can if they'd like to save anything. Otherwise, nothing will be saved. But apparently, Internet Archive got most of the data. Oh, yeah. Internet Archive is sweet. The time oh. machine. Yeah. All right, let's take a quick little break, and then we'll come back and we can really talk about this game. Music plays. Did I ever talk about my games I was playing? Um, I mean, you said you a little bit of Marvel games, but not much. Mostly YouTube. And then we talked about YouTube for like 15 minutes, watch some chess videos, and <laughs> then we went into my games. There's the recap. Yeah, I don't know how to use this thing, but it says it says my my data was already archived. So I put your name in there whenever I was playing around with it to see if I could pull it up. Yeah, I don't know how to pull it up. Maybe he hasn't found a way to actually share it, share it yet. We're talking about the guy that is archiving all the old stats. Yeah, there's but, a guy here. There's a guy there's a guy in the Reddit post and he says post your nineteen forty three in game name and platform and I'll post a summary of your stats. And there's just a bunch of people. He was replying like fifteen days ago. Hmm. All right, let's intro the game. Battlefield nineteen forty three. Developed by Dice, published by EA, released in July two thousand nine. Store description. Battlefield nineteen forty three is a multiplayer only game. That lets you enjoy the thrills of Pacific World War II battles. Pick your bath. Oh, not your bath. Pick your path, be it as rifleman, a steel-fisted tank commander, or ace pilot dogfighting to protect the skies. Play as a lone wolf or with your friends. Coordinating to turn the title battle. Xbox Marketplace, currently unlisted, EA Play only. All right, what did you find? <laughs> you hear me fucking going at it? There, yeah, you're over there, hacker man. A, there's a post of a guy... He's, he took a screenshot. I guess this is a infamous person that plays this game called Cordy Voorhees. <laughs> Do you know who that is? No. I mean, we had a player that we were getting very livid with. Uh, was it like Gal Gallo Negro? Yeah. Uh, the old black chicken? The uh, That guy was fucking insane for some reason. I'm trying to find something about this guy, but I can't find anything. But this post is like, because this guy has 48 kills. And the next closest, the next highest kill count is 14. So, and everyone's just talking about how uh, they can't be a hacker, him. right? Or something. 
maybe just that good. So hours played in this game, I've only played a few, honestly. Like, I, I had this game back in the day, and I feel like I've played it a lot, especially, like, the demo disc version of it. I feel like I played a crap out ton of that. I think on one of those Xbox Magazine demo disc versions. And this was, like, an arcade title back when there wasn't an arcade, really, or it wasn't an actual arcade game. Because it was, like, Xbox arcade games only had, like, I think it was, like, 250 achievement points, but I think this one has the full 1,000. Battlefield 1943? Yeah, no, it does not. It only has 200. Only 200? As far as yeah. two points? That's crazy. Very there, I guess it was just an arcade title then. One thing I yeah, didn't it know was just right. it was. is that Battlefield 1943 is a re-envisioned spiritual successor to Battlefield 1942, which is the first Battlefield game. Did you know that? Really? No, I yeah. did not know that. I knew there was a 1942, but I didn't know that other shit. Yeah, apparently it was the first one. And... I guess that kind of explains a lot for why it is so old school as far as like a shooter would go. Like, cause at the time when we were playing 1942, like Halo three was out. Yeah. Yeah. So this game is very elementary as far as a shooter goes. Very arcadey. That's what makes it so good. What's your history preconceptions with this game, Nave? I just played it a lot. I don't know. It was a cheap, it was a cheap arcade title and I don't know, me and uh, Victor would play it a whole lot. We'd like to play yeah. all the Battlefield games. This game was actually like a pack-in with, it was either like Bad Company 1 or 2. Like, if you pre-ordered the game, you were supposed to get a copy of this game. So they were apparently just giving this thing away. Maybe that's how I got it. Uh, well, apparently, PlayStation 3 owners, they tried to, re like, revoke it on PlayStation 3 or something like that. And they ended up getting sued over it. Who's because they? they were Dice? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. All right. EA was hit with the broken promise lawsuit for Battlefield 1943. So it was EA. Uh, there was a class action lawsuit filed against them for people who purchased the limited edition. Okay. It was Battlefield 3 for PS3 would get a copy of Battlefield 1943 for free. That is probably how I got. Or I don't know. Because I played a lot of Battlefield 3 also. And apparently they, they didn't even explain why they were dropping the bonus. It just waited until the last minute and just didn't give it to anyone. <laughs> and instead, they put out a tweet that says, in lieu of 1943 being available on disc for PS3 customers, EA has made all Battlefield 3 expansions available early on PS3 consoles. So you get the DLC a week early, apparently. Damn, that shit is so weird. Yeah, it's really strange. Oh, and apparently at the same time, Saints Row the Third announced that there would be an exclusive mode for the PS3 edition of the game, but there was never an exclusive mode found or developed, and there was no comment when asked about this from THQ uh, when they were inquired. And for a last-minute fix, they just announced that all players, all of these players, would instead just get a free copy of Saints Row 2. This is so Great. strange. We need to get some answers from these developers like about yeah, this like, old shit that, they, that we forgot about what is it just like marketing team they're like hey we need something to like push pre-order sales I'll just tell them they will give them something for free i don't know and then they're like can we give them this be like yeah sure we'll find a way to give it to them or something and it just never gets made and they're like oh crap we got to deliver i just love the no comment <laughs> just absolutely nothing to say about that <laughs> You can imagine buying a game and then be like, be sure to download your free copy of whatever. And then just, there's no more information out there. No way to do it. No links in game or anything. Like, How do I do it? All right. So back to 1943. 
Now, I did mark that this is an arcade-ass shooter. For instance, you have infinite ammo. All your Even your explosive weapons, they just recharge over time. Like, you just can fire as much as you want. Uh, the turrets and stuff just overheat. You have infinite bombs and tanks and guns and everything. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. It's refreshing. When it's like, I don't know. It's like other games... I don't know how to describe it. Like, it makes sense in other games. It's supposed to be realistic or whatever. When I pick up a, a rocket launcher in Halo, I know I'm usually getting two to four shots, depending on, like, the map and where I pick it up. But in this one, it's like, you can't even, like, pick up guns off the ground. You just get what you drop in with. But you have your full kit. There's only three classes. You can get a machine gun, you can get a rifle, or you can get a rifle with a scope. Yeah, and who's not using the fucking M1 Garen? I don't know. The rifle with the scope's pretty good. Yeah, but that's the coward's way. You got to look at, you got to see the whites of the eyes. You got to be able to see your, see your mark. Now, the best way to play this game is just stand in un, in un, in in like unintuitive places <laughs> that, that people would never look, and then just shoot them in the back as they run by. Okay. Which this map, they do have destructible environments. Yeah, which, just like the battlefield is, bad company shit. Yeah, it's a very poor destructive environment though, with like just like chunks of buildings disappearing. It looks like um. Like when you built levels in Far Cry 1, you know, in the map editor, yeah. where it's just like random brushes thrown all around. The maps, they look terrible. They are just like land masses with painted green pulled out of the ocean. Yeah, it's just a bunch of islands. It's so charming to me, though. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I love it. And it's got Iwo Jima. It does, in Wake Island. Which, which I'm I sure is a real place. Another guy. I guess I didn't put this comment in there. But I found one guy talking about like, you know, it sucks that the server's shutting down. But at one point, my my best bro invited me over to play some Fortnite with him. And I started messing with the map editor. And next thing I know, I remade Wake Island in Fortnite. So I could just <laughs> play there. And I'm like, oh, man, that's that's tough, bud. I wonder, there, uh, I, I, you could, like, we were talking about this before. Like, you could probably remake some of this shit in Halo Infinite pretty You definitely easily. could. Which I do love how much they let you like. And there's like so much freedom in the shooter because like a lot of the islands are like crescent shaped where it's just a big horseshoe. And at one point I was a sniper on one far end of the horseshoe shooting across the water and trying to snipe people on the other side. But there's just so much bullet drop. (laughs) I was like firing artillery shells pretty much because there's another guy in the sniper tower on the other side doing the same thing to us. And I'm like slowly trying to like get him. But he's so yeah. far away. God, it's so silly. Did you have a favorite map? Uh, no, they all seem kind of samey to me. Like, I can really tell. Except I did enjoy the bridges getting destroyed on one map. I don't know which one has the bridges. Yeah. Because, like, I, I didn't know one. at the time. And I was, like, driving the Jeep full speed. And I just go off a huge chump where the bridge is broken and just fall to my death. And I'm like, <laughs> well, you don't die because you bounce around with its clunky physics. And then I fell in the water and had to get out. But... At the time, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, and th- but then there's just a path on the side. Yeah, just a road take. to go around. It's like, oh, we didn't need the bridge. Yeah, so Which it's is, actually it's, safer to never take the bridge because, like, you can't be seen when you're under the bridge. The other thing is, like, these islands, I guess they're only military, like, places or something like that because it's, like, there's only military anything there. It's not like we're fighting in any villages or anything like that this is a tiny spit of land that just has a whole bunch of aa guns on it that's it yeah pillboxes and stuff 
Yeah. I like the one where I like the map that's like just one mass and then like in the middle there is that huge hill and then like there's the base that's there. But yeah. in that middle base you can see like to two other bases. So that middle base is just like a fucking hotbed of death and destruction. It's always a bunch of fucking fighting going on. I also like because everything's destructible, even though the buildings, when they start blowing up, they just look like loaves of bread. <laughs> but <laughs> like they're built out of fucking runescape bread. But uh, the uh the everything just starts slowly getting more and more fucked up because like you can like control like an air like an air raid thing that makes oh, dude, a bunch so of plants cool. come in and blow up shit. I didn't, I didn't even notice that till I did it the first time, and I'm like, this is incredible. Yeah. It's like getting a free kill streak in Call of Duty. Where you like control it, but it's a lot harder to control in aim. I definitely yeah. undershot whenever I tried to blow up like three dudes that were just happened to be walking down the road. And I'm like, oh, I got them. Yeah, I did not have them. <laughs> well, there's this one time. So you were driving, when we, me and you were playing, you were driving us. And of course, you're fucking lagging everywhere because your router's not near you and so you drive right into a tree and i'm just watching the planes come <laughs> and i'm like philip we've got to go philip what are you doing and then we explode and you're like oh yeah i'm lagging and then like right afterwards <laughs> you were like hey nave i got a jeep get in i'm like no i'm all right i'll walk yeah <laughs> it'll yeah. be fine <laughs> yeah well, let's talk about the vehicles so there's the jeeps that are way too fast like yeah, they're it's so ridiculously good. fast like i remember there's one part where um you're like, there's a guy on a Jeep. He doesn't have a gun or anything. He's yeah. like, he's behind you. And I'm like, where? As I slowly turn around <laughs> and he just splatters. Just me up. But that's the thing is the whole time he's going, beep, just honking a sword. And I'm like, Philip, how did you not hear him? And you're like, oh, the, I don't have the audio turned up. And I'm like, God damn it, Philip. I gotta, I'm trying to take this, this flag. I'm playing Teddy. I'm playing Rainbow Six Siege over here. And you're out there just goofing <laughs> off playing Dig Dog. And I'm like, I'm trying my best. But dude, the fucking audio is really good in this game. Like, especially when you're wearing you're you're wearing your headset and everything. Like, you can just keep you're just always hearing like gunfire like far away and like explosions and stuff and planes flying around. Like, okay, so there's this one time I was driving my little Jeep, you know, minding my business, trying to get to like the middle area, <laughs> and then I hear and i'm like what is that and a plane slams down in front of me and i'm like oh my god that guy's dead let's, let's talk about the planes i fucking hate these plane controls yeah it's weird but people love them because there's always someone standing there waiting for the plane to spawn Dude, the planes are super strong like i feel like man i could do some damage with these planes if i could just get slightly better controls because it's like they put like the the pitch separate from the yaw separate from the roll on like different sticks where yeah. it's like how do they not figure this out i feel like i don't know it's uh, i mean even the jeep controls are weird also. yeah you you use the left trigger to go and the left bumper to reverse i'm like oh this so is weird. incredible <laughs> and dude i the controls are very strange the game is so old school uh when you you hit the right bumper and that pulls out your grenade but i didn't know how to pull my gun back out oh so yeah i was just like and i hit y and now i have my bayonet out and i'm like uh like i don't know yeah, what the fuck to do Dude, it's like when I first started playing, like I went up there and I, th I was shooting at some guys and I'm like, oh, crap, switch weapons. I tried to switch weapons. And I pulled out the bayonet because I yeah. ran out of ammo or whatever. And I'm like, I guess I'm just stabbing. And I just ran up there and stabbed the guy. <laughs> and they just die. And I'm like, I guess I just stabbed that guy. Because you have a bayonet or like if you're uh, the, I don't know, what do they call the United Japanese Army or whatever? The I think IJN, the, LJN, and something. Japanese, like the Japanese Navy, Imperial yeah. Japanese Navy. Oh, probably. Imperial, that's it. 
uh, if you're the Imperial Japanese Navy, uh, they have like cavalry swords that oh, they pull fuck, out. I was right. Well, look at you knowing your history. Yeah. But they have like cavalry swords that you can pull them out and just go sword fighting with people. I'm like, this is awesome. Feels like a mountain blade almost. IJN, when you're bored and have ADHD and proceed to type in nearly every button on your keyboard from top right to bottom left, IJN. I see it. Yep. Right next to OKM. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks. All right. So back to the other vehicles. Uh, There's tanks, and they are very strong, even though every unit has an anti tank weapon. Yes. But sometimes it, oh, <laughs> YouTube video started being loud. And this is where we were getting killed by old Gallo Negro a whole bunch, where he was just yeah. getting in a tank and massacring us. And we and could it, not take him down. I don't know how, but he was able to just not die in that tank. Like that tank like killed one of our tanks and then like eight of us as we're blowing him up. But like our tank blew up in like two shots. Like he, like he fucking did the the Death Star run on it somehow. Like he shot his bullet and it went into the barrel of the other tank and exploded everything. Which, like by the does. way, dude, the Death Star. They <laughs> go on. This episode of the Snark Tank where they were talking about the Death Star and how Luke isn't a good person, and they like he he definitely killed families like children. And then Tom Sweetie's like. There's no children on the Death Star. And they're like, how many people were on the Death Star? There had to be some children, right? And some traitors and shit. And he looked it up, and there were, like, millions of people on the Death Star. There were for sure, like, classrooms of children. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? The thing was as big as the moon. Well, the other thing to highlight that's kind of interesting is uh, we see whenever they're in, like, Vader's... I think they're Star Destroyer, maybe? Yeah. Like, they have... um, uh, like a whole bunch of prison cells. Like uh, that's where they kept Leia prisoner and stuff like that. So then you wonder how many prisoners they might have been keeping on there too that were possible other rebels that just got blown up in the crossfire <laughs> that didn't make it out. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. It's so funny thinking about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, I mean, it's fun at the time. I own um, a copy of Star Wars Risk. And it's like episode six. So it's with like the new Death Star that they're building or the partially constructed one. Oh, it's yeah. It's functional, you know? And uh, in it, if you're the uh, Empire, you get to use the Death Star to just blow up enemy ships if you wanted to. And you just got to roll like a five or a six or so on like a normal D6. And so anytime I was playing, I'm like, well, let me just Death Star the fuck out of someone. And that has to be was some of the most unbalanced shit I've ever seen. Because... If you get like three good rolls early in the game, you can just take out like a a third of the enemy forces. And I'm like, this is just insane. Especially because the whole premise is like the rebels don't get reinforcements. I don't know. I think it's cool to have like an unbalanced as fuck board game. You know what I mean? Yeah, to a point. But it's also, you know, it's only a one in three chance that you destroy a whole unit for free with no downside. But of course, on on the other two out of three, it literally does nothing. Just waste your turn. But what? That's like the only thing you can do. No, you have your own ships that you're moving around at the same time. Well, I meant like, like if you decide to do that, then you can't do anything else. Yeah, if you choose to do it, then you miss an action, or you, that womp. is your action. Big womp. So it's like a hail mary, pretty much. 
But of course, it's like because your ships are all these little shitty TIE fighters that are like the worst things in the world for some reason. Are TIE fighters bad? Why do people like them so much if they suck? I think they look cool, but they also seem really shitty because they're always getting blown up. They also have like a huge profile. They're like giant blocks, you know, with those little wing panels. Yeah, you would think that they had like shields and stuff. I don't know. Like, like don't the normal sh the ships have shields? I think so, but they don't really talk about them. Well, I know in Battlefront, uh, the big ships have shields, but the little ships, they just had health. Oh, yeah, they do have shields. Because like, you fly into the little spaceport. Shield generator, it's got the... yeah. Mm. Mm. Star Wars don't All make right. sense. It doesn't. All right, so back to uh, the vehicles. There's also anti-air the turrets. The fucking what? underwater cities in the first movie, like in <laughs> yeah, like so the weird. bubbles. Yeah. The, what is it? The Jar Jars? Yeah, <laughs> what that's they what they are. Oh, the Gungans. Man. I always thought, I was like, that's real. <laughs> like, as a kid, I was like, that's real. <laughs> Those exist. <laughs> I just knew. Uh, I'll never forget. I Whenever that movie came out or whatever, I was fucking. I love Star Wars, you know. And my parents bought me, like as a little baby boy, because I don't even remember what year that came out, but I was pretty little. Uh, they got me the stupid little manta ray ship with the spinny tail. Oh yeah. They got me that as a bath toy, but it had a little like shit canister on the back of it, and you were supposed to like put it in the bathtub with you, and then it would shoot out like a black ink cloud. But it would just basically turn the water brown as you're sitting in. <laughs> it was like a Perfect bath bomb situation. For the poop. <laughs> the bath poop. It was a bath bomb situation, but it was just gross looking. And of course, it only came with one. So it was like I could turn water in the bathtub like brown once. And I'm like, this isn't very cool. <laughs> what would happen if you took a shit in the bathtub? What do you mean? Like, are you referring to you or the shit? Or are you talking about like an emotional state? Like if you if you took a physical if you had a physical turd in the bathtub, would you be able to just let it go down the drain, like shove it down the drain? Well, what would happen? Is that bad? I don't know. It depends. Are we talking about like you're sitting in the bath and you poop it out of the water, or are you like <laughs> are you hanging over the side like a diver about to go in? And you just drop <laughs> it in. I don't know. Either or. Either okay, situation is so, fine. Oh well, there's a word for this. Oh, waffle stomp. Have you heard this word? <laughs> no. Okay, but I you're understand it. As soon as I heard it, I understand it. Mama, if you're listening to this, turn off the podcast. So waffle stomp is. But have you done this before? <laughs> no, I've never done this before. But I, I feel disgusting describing it because I'm about to go into some detail. Apparently, the phrases or the moon the moon missed you. <laughs> you if you shit in the shower, the turd falls down the bottom and it's over the drain. When you have like you know a drain in the bottom of your shower. Yeah. And you just stomp it into the drain to get it to go down. Is that bad? Do the pipes go to different places? Like, no, is the toilet pipe I think they go to the out? same place usually. But here's the thing. I don't think you can, like, it's going to wash away all the turd particles. And there's going to be remnants that are, like, stuck on the edges of the pipes floating up to you in the shower. Because, like, that's the whole thing about the toilet with its, like, S-bend in the back of the toilet pipe. Is so it can like trap any poop gases in the pipes from coming up the toilet. What? So you know, in the back of the toilet, it's not like it's just a hole that goes down. It's yeah. a it goes up and then down and curves all the way like a like a big swoop to whoop. <laughs> yes. Yes. So I mean, it does that to trap the gas. I think. You think or you know? I think I don't know the physics of a toilet. 
I thought it. I I just assumed it had something to do with like air pressure and like gravity and stuff, like science. Why I just let the toilet. science. I just assumed the science was doing a thing, and I trusted it. Okay, uh, the why do you need the U bend? The water trapped. Yeah, the water trapped in the U bend in sinks as well uh, acts as a barrier to the foul smells that would otherwise rise from the sewer or the other drainage pipework. Oh. Yeah, because I guess that makes sense because it's just a fucking direct line to the sewer, huh? Yeah, I guess. Because I don't think there's like a constant... It's not like loading up a, a, a pipe of poop is always has poop in it. It just poop moves one poop when you flush or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like fucking bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic. <laughs> it just merges together into one uber-minch. Uber <laughs> Uber-poop. <laughs> God. Or it's like... Um, I know some people have septa tanks. Which I don't know if everyone is familiar with what a septic tank is, where it's like it's literally just yeah. a tank to hold poop. Usually, it's underground, and you have to you have to call someone out to like clean it out because you can't keep poop in there forever. It will fill up eventually. There'll be like videos where people will open up one that's like, yeah, I don't know the last time we opened it up, and it's just a wall of shit. It's just like a giant compacted wall, and they're like, yeah, the toilet's clogged up. I don't know why. It just won't flush anymore. Like, well, there's, it's there's nowhere to go. Can you? What would happen if you put a dead body in a septic tank? Did, would it does it decompose faster when surrounded by shit? I don't know. Because well, because you I would, would, I would decompose think the more you need, like moisture and heat, right? Poop's and pretty course, moist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a fucking sentence. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but to go back a point, I don't what think... What was our point originally? What did, what happened? What happens you poop in the bathtub? Oh, yeah. my God. Do you remember... Um, oh, it was a Big Soft Titty podcast? I remember them, yeah. God, the, the dude was talking about how, uh, like, the lowest point in his life was whenever he shat in the shower, but he didn't want to waffle stomp it down. So he shat into his hand and then threw it in the toilet. <laughs> like Duke Nukem? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and that was, that's whenever I needed to rethink my life. That was my rock bottom. It's good to know when your rock bottom is, I guess. The, the Duke Nukem, there's a turd in a urinal, like right at the beginning of the game. And you can pick <laughs> it up it. and throw it. Yeah. And it leaves yeah. a, a stain wherever you... <laughs> I don't know. That's when I, I knew new, it was going to be game of the year. New um, new poll. Would you rather here in the in the shower and it's coming out? Are you going to do the alley oop or are you going to do the waffle <laughs> stomp? Or are you going to waddle waddle over? I, I like feel like I, again. I do the waddle. I don't think I've ever I've never gone for the the alley oop or the waffle stomp. But if if it's a if it's a shit that that's that bad, it's probably diarrhea, right? Like it's yeah, like oh think. suddenly sudden onset of like needing to shit. If it's you're probably not gonna, gonna be liquid it. shit. Yeah, that point. And if you're gonna accidentally liquid shit somewhere, it, the shower is probably the best place, right? Because you're yeah. already in the place where you gotta where you're gonna clean up afterwards. Clean. Yeah. You know, there's I don't know. Like some people don't. Some people go take a shower right after they shit, like right away. Like they just go straight from the toilet to the shower. Do they not wipe? I don't know. Well, I mean, bidets exist. Yeah, I know. Like, the bidet sounds like a good move because I feel like like I'm a, I'm a paper guy. I don't own a bidet. I'm not that fancy. But, uh, like, sometimes I feel like I'm wiping for hours and there's just more stuff coming out, you know? 
Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, there's too much. Like, it's just entrapment of of the, of the matter that's there. <laughs> I don't know. It's like a like a fucking portal. It's the same portal where when you drop a guitar pick, the guitar pick goes into the portal. Like, it just passes through solid matter. It's the same portal, but it's in reverse. I see. So you can also sit on turrets in this game and like shoot down the other <laughs> aircraft. <laughs> the AA turrets. The AA turrets. And I thought these are so cool because like whenever I first came back in this game, the first thing I did was I hopped on a turret and shot down an aircraft instantly. And I'm like, that was awesome. Like, and you can use them to shoot the bombing run as well whenever it's coming in and like take down some of the planes. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. Uh, also, we start out on aircraft carriers where like your plane spawn and stuff. And there's little like D-Day boats that you get in and they launch from the side of the the aircraft carrier. I thought those were so cool. Yeah, that's what you got to do at the beginning because you don't have any of the spawn points out there yet. And if you lose all the spawn points, that's where you got to spawn and it's fucking terrible. Yeah, it takes you a long time to get back, which I feel like that's very cool thematically, especially when you think about like Battlefront, where like the whole point of the game is to get all the command posts so the enemies can't spawn. This is like the enemies will always respawn. They'll just be coming from the boats. Which I feel like almost changes like the dynamic because it's like once we have all the points, we know where they're come, like spawning. We know where they're coming from. Then it does become like a D-Day situation of like if they are paying attention at that point, they are watching the boats all come in at the same time to like retake the flags. And they see us like splitting up, going to different parts of the island. Yeah. Very cool. It is cool. There is the so one of the matches we played, you were driving the boat and you drove us right into a tank. Oh yeah, there's a tank <laughs> on the just beach. Sitting on the beach. Yeah. Which is like that can't be real, right? That's probably a hard place for a tank to exist. On the, the beach? beach. No, I think there's tanks that can like drive through the water and stuff a little bit. I wasn't thinking about the water. I was thinking about like how the sand moves oh, like and they're it's gonna sink in the and sand. It gets everywhere. Uh I don't know. Whatever, I, I won't be tanks do on beach sand. Anakin Skywalker said. A lot of Star Wars talk. Yeah. Did you Google it? Yeah, now I'm looking at Chinese amphibious tanks on Xenomen Beach. So I have a story about this game I just remembered. What's up? My my on my in my Japanese side of my family, uh a lot of them are were in the Marine Corps. And you are the United States Marine Corps in this game. It's the Marine Corps versus the Japanese Imperial Navy. And he I was playing this game specifically in my cousin's room during like a family gathering or whatever. And he came in and he watched me for a little bit and he was like, this is kind of interesting. What is this? And I was explaining it to him, you know, like I was explaining, like there's the Japan I'm playing as the Japanese. They're the Marines. We're fighting for Iwo Jima. And (laughs) he got really mad at me and made me turn it off. And like, he gave me like a lecture about like how it's not okay to disrespect Marines like that and stuff like that. But it's also weird because it's the Japanese. It's like half, half and like, like both sides are my side. You know what I mean? So I'm like, this is kind of strange. I'd rather be the Japanese though, for some reason. They have swords. I, I'm already American. So like, I want to be the other guys. Let me pretend for a little bit. But he got super fucking upset at me. Like that, I, I like that. I would even dare play a game where you could shoot Marines, and I was like, "Does he know what a video okay. game is?" Like, you know, in Super Mario, you're not actually you don't become an Italian guy jumping on turtles. I mean, tell that to you know, I don't know, Chris Chan. <laughs> he thinks he's Sonic. Good. All right, so that's all the vehicles. Now, I don't know. This game is just really silly when you get down to it, and it feels like a small 
indie game or not indie game but like pack in game but i i had a lot of fun when we were playing it like i i played it like every day this week i would jump in and do at least like two matches and there's always people playing it which makes it yeah. really sad that this game is set for sunset uh december 8th 2023 so dear listener if it's after that date this game is unplayable and this is now an artifact of the past we're there's dated a couple, uh, aren't there a couple of games now that we've done like this yeah i think so or there's even like games where we've prepared to do them and they've become dated as well. Like I know we, got, we talked about Gundams last week is uh, shutting down. Um, I don't know what else. Oh, we were going to do one episode on Spellbreak, but then like oh, before right. we even got to it, the game also decided to shut down. Yeah. And uh, Avengers too, right? Yep. Okay. So there's a lot of games that we're trying to do, but they keep dying too fast. Yeah. Before we can get to them. So, but also Battlefield Company 1 and 2, which I never actually owned those games. I just borrowed them from you. <laughs> They're so good. They're yeah, backwards compatible go... also. I almost feel like we need to we need to go back and play one of the bad one bad companies, like one or two online before it shuts down in December. They're I mean, so we... fucking strange, dude. Are they strange? I played I yeah, well, it's like they're so antiquated the way that they control and they're very floaty as well. Because I went back and I played the first one for somebody who was just watching me play games. And I, because I wanted to play the story mode, because the story modes of Bad Company are very charming, very fun. Still a good reason to buy them, like even though the multiplayer is going to die. The single player will still work. Yeah, forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah, the games feel very strange. Like if you think this game feels strange, because it's even weirder because you're using like modern military weaponry and stuff. But like, so your brain is like, this is like modern warfare, but it's not like modern warfare. Like, I don't no. think there's a lot iron sights for a lot of guns. <laughs> Feels very weird. <laughs> you just shoot from the hip a lot. Yeah. It's like Halo where, like, you just squint and you look a little harder. <laughs> you just look you know slightly I mean? harder. <laughs> yeah. There's a game. Um, it's called Day of Defeat. Have you played it on Steam? Mm, it's in the Source know. Engine. It was one of the games where it's like, hey, if you're going to play Gary's Mod, you need to own, like, Half-Life, <laughs> 1, 2, yeah. Day of so Defeat. You, have all the, you need all to have textures. all these assets. And Dave Defeat was one of them. And it's just a World War II shooter. But it it feels like silly, almost like Team Fortress, but World War II. And I really enjoyed that one. And I don't know, it made me think of that one while I was playing this one. Of course, in Dave Defeat, it's full of modded servers that have like ridiculous levels in them where you're playing like Block Fort and stuff like that or Rust. You, you know what I was hoping that this was? Have you, do you remember a game called Darkest of Days? Uh, No. This is a game where you're a time traveler and you go to different like parts of history and like like you're in the Civil War oh, with a I machine gun. Cover. Yeah, yeah. Stephen <laughs> fucking loved. I don't know why. I just doxed our friend, but Stephen loved this fucking game. And I think it was Stephen. I don't remember it now. But like, so like you would go back to the Civil War with like a machine gun. You know what I mean? It just like yeah. fucking gap. No, it it gap shows you like about a gun aiming at Romans. Yeah, against your Romans you're there to like fix something i don't know i don't know it's, it's, on, like steam, it's on steam yeah yeah there's it probably game. plays good on the on the pc a little bit there's a couple of these like fucking double a weird first person shooter games that i that i want to play there's another one with like gargoyles what do you remember what game that was talking about vampires mm, I, there might have been vampires i tried to play it and i was like this is cool i'm gonna play this more and then i just never did but i'm trying to look through or no what was that game my Steam games now, Is but I have like a million of those. Blood the Last Vampire? Was that it? No, I don't know if it was vampires. Here's my Torah games. <gasps> Battleborn! Whoa! 
I don't know if I'm ever going to find it. Hey, there's Verdun. Oh, classic Verdun. From the guys who made uh, the other game that we that we talked about. I don't know. That's the thing is like this game seems like, I don't know, it has a good character, but it also is kind of generic as far as like a World War II shooter. Like it kind of blends in and I'm like, oh, this reminds me of this other World War shooter, World War II shooter that I really enjoyed. I'm not sure we really have that much more to say about this title. Yeah, I'm never going to fucking find that. I have so many games in Steam. What the fuck? Man, if your computer can just run them, we could play some of those games. Grant, like Grim Fandango? That's on Game Pass. Yeah, It is, and it's not multiplayer. I mean, we could always try and solve them together. Those puzzles are really obtuse. I mean, yeah, we could do that, couldn't we? Make it, we've done that with Pokemon. We need to do that again at some point. Legendary! I found it. It's called Legendary. I thought this game had something to do with fucking gargoyles, but I don't think it does, now that I'm looking at it. Look up Google Legendary. Look at the no, screenshots of I mean, of the cover game. looks like it's like fighting a... Something. This game looks weird. You know, like, I was like, this looks so interesting. I played it for a little bit, and then I just never went back to it. You're, like, fighting monsters. Yeah, it looks like you're fighting, like, mythical monsters in a first-person shooter. It looks pretty cool. I wonder if I'm going to install it and see what happens. Just see if you can play it. Yeah, see if my computer's going to, you know, fucking eat its own eat its own head. All right. So, is there any other meat points you want to raise for Battlefield 1943? Uh, nope. M1 Garand is good. All right, let's I mean, take, the game let's, is fun. Do, like, there's, do you think that there's bots in the game? I don't think so. I think they're all real players. Because I've had a couple of moments where I was like, like there would be somebody that would like see me running out in the middle of the field and they would just go to me and like, group up and then they just follow me <laughs> as I'm going somewhere. Or like Philip was like, uh, remember whenever I was driving my boat at the beginning of one match and then there was you were in another boat, but someone else was driving. And I was like, I'm going to go around the right side, follow me. And Philip was like, or I mean, you... <laughs> You were like, uh, I'm not controlling yes. the boat, but this guy seems to be following you anyway. And so we both went to the same beach. And I and every time I like ramp up into the fucking, it's it's just no. He also ramped jank. up into the beach, so I'm pretty sure that he was a normal player. Yeah, I don't think a bot would do that that aggressive. It's fun, and then I immediately went and started blowing people's fucking faces off. I'm really good at this game. Like I tend to win almost every fight I ever get into. With like Rando McRanderson, you know what I mean? When we both walk over a hill and we see each other and oh, we get what? our fucking muskets yeah. and like fucking line <laughs> the them up. Gunplay, by the way, the shooting and gunplay is really goofy. Like I like I was lagging a little bit, but other times I wasn't lagging. I was playing. I'm like, man, this seems so silly because like I would be the sniper class a lot, and I just pull out my nine millimeter, and you would just like shoot as fast as you can pull the trigger, and so I would just be like gadding people, just like blasting them away with my yeah. handgun. But then I got to reload, really and I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna be reloading for a minute. <laughs> it's time to pull out my katana. I really like because uh, you know you get hit markers, you know, like the little red. Do you? They almost seem delayed. <laughs> Yeah, it's very weird, but, like, you get those hit markers, but it feels so good whenever, like, you don't actually see who you're shooting at. You just see the little, because you spot dot. people. Yeah, oh, and yeah, then, like, other that. people can spot. Yeah. So, like, you can spot, like, boats and planes and stuff, too, and it shows it to everybody. So I was always spotting people, like, whenever I would see them, just so that in case there was someone around and you'd get, like, an assist bonus for spotting them and whatever. But, like... I would you would just aim like an inch below that and just start shooting in that spot like and sometimes you I get a lot of headshots that way like just shooting very far away just at somebody at somebody's dot. Dude, the sniper rifle's so good for that too. Like, and there's multiple sniper towers that you can climb up and just shoot people from. Like the sniper's I, a bolt action, right? What is it? A Springfield? Yeah. Does it even say what it is? I don't think so. Which I think both generally both teams use basically the same weapons. Yeah. Which is interesting. Did the Japanese use M1 Garands? 
I doubt it. The, the, I mean, I bet they picked some up. They're, Japanese captured the M1 Garand rifle, which was the U.S. service rifle, and they attempted to re-engineer the guns. They took Type captured four. American rifles back to their arsenals in Japan, examined them, and tried to rebuild them. Uh Type 5 rifle, Type 4 rifle. It's really interesting because, like, I don't know. So one of my favorite YouTube channels, which is basically dead, he, like, maybe uploads one one video a year if we're lucky. And it's it's called Ahoy. And he talks about he talks about weapons and pop culture. I learned from that guy that, like, so many weapons just are the same weapon, but they have, like, different names. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like this, the M1 Garand being the Type 5 in Japanese. But he does all kinds of really fucking cool videos. Like, and he's got this awesome, like, and so the whole time he's talking, he's got a beautiful voice too. Like, really deep, awesome voice. But, like, he's, uh, uh, he's showing stuff, like, video game footage of, like, these guns. So he has this, like, episode on the P90 and, like, the Glock. Okay, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Like, rock, rocket launchers, the M60, bow and arrows, the Thompson, uh, the M19, uh, the M1911, the FAL. Yeah, he has a bunch of really cool videos. Hard to look at them. Yeah, and then they're, they're addicting. You'll fucking blow through them in like two days. And then you'll just be like, damn, he's never going to upload another one of these again. He did just do the Barrett, though, uh, five, month, five months ago. So that's the newest one. Right, I wish they were an hour play. long, dude. I wish. The music plays. Boom, 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 boom. All right, and we're back. Battlefield 1943. I'll take these first final words. I know the game's getting sunsetted soon, but so many people have Game Pass or EA Play at this point, and it would cost you nothing to pop into a match, just play around a little bit. It isn't the best World War II shooter, and it's not a bad one either. I want to recommend this to everybody, but you know it's not going to be around much longer. So pop in, play a little bit, and you might enjoy it. It's very silly. Final words, Nave? Uh, same. Yeah, uh, it's very arcadey and goofy, but it's also like only a gig. Yes, very <laughs> so small. it's like there's no no barrier to entry at all because it's on EA Play. I think it's I think it's delisted, so like you can't like purchase it anymore. I'm pretty sure, but it's on EA Play, so you can just download it from there. Nice, Nave. What are we playing next week? I don't know. Marvel you know, Snap. I've been looking around trying to get like a. A whole bunch of our old guests that we have not had on in a long time, trying to get them all back, bring them all back together, and see what games is. they want to talk about. And I cannot seem to have someone available for uh, next week, but I feel like I've got like the next couple weeks lined up. Oh, right on. Yeah, you want me to spoil you for what some games that some people want to talk about? Uh, or is it a revisiting of Wolfenstein Youngblood? No, not yet. I haven't found anybody that, that's ready to bite on that one. But we got a couple people that want to talk about. Um, oh God, what's that game called? The one that's like Starfield, but not Starfield. Legend, No, no Man's Man, No Man's Sky. Yeah, we have people that want to talk about No Man's Sky before Starfield comes out. We got people that want to talk about. Um, oh, what was that other game? Uh, Enlisted. We have a couple people interested in talking about Apex again. You don't know about Enli Enlisted? No. Oh, it's like a squad-based World War II shooter. It's pretty good. <laughs> like you should download it. We can play some later. But I don't have anything set aside for this next week. I was talking about JP. Maybe we can get him in some like Gears of War or something like that. Would you be interested in playing a return to Gears? I always want to play Gears. And if we can't do that, Marvel Snap exists. Oh, yeah. I guess it's an option. Which Gears would you want to play? Hmm. Because we've done four and five so far, but we haven't done... Judgment. Judgment. 
<laughs> yeah. Let's play Judgment. That'd be funny. All right. Start the download. And thanks for joining us this week, co-op partners. Maybe next time we can all get airstriked together. Or waffle stomp or whatever you're the fuck. <laughs> the alley-oop. <laughs>